Hello and welcome to the Amateur Tipics Podcast number 162. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, finally, he's finally back, Mac. Hey, Brian. Oh, yeah, and Ian's over there too, right? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you're the one that's finally back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have our uh, special guest this evening, Mad Cat. Hello. And of course, as always, the dumbass himself. Yes, is I. Or could it be Satan? <laughs> yeah, I put my money on that. Yeah. Natas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, how is everybody doing this evening? I'm doing good, pretty good. A little good. tired. A little tired? Doing. Yeah. Good. I, I did a convention yesterday. It was a lot of fun. I got to be in the um, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog Shadowcast. So. Ah, very good. As Dr. Horrible himself. Okay. I just got back from a camping trip. Oh, you did? You went camping, huh? Yep. Yep. Pretty what? nice weekend hanging with some friends. So so how is camping different from everyday life in Canada? Um, More mosquitoes. More mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would have said more intense. Uh, yeah, you need to watch the first episode of the Clerks um, animated series by Kevin Smith to see um, Perceptions of Canada. <laughs> There's also a show wow, called Dan Versus, and in Dan Versus Canada, we learned that uh, all the population of Canada is part bear. <laughs> I don't wow. think I don't think you know it, it, down here in Houston. I don't think that camping has any more bugs than you know on an everyday basis. <laughs> I don't know how it possibly oh, could. Go near a sand pit. Go near a sand pit. Yeah. <laughs> Up in North Ontario. Oh, yeah? The sand flies? Yeah, they're black flies. Little black okay. flies, I'll tell you. All right. Well. I don't get too many flies in my igloo. No. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, I was hoping we'd get something out of that. <laughs> well, do you still get the ladybug infestation once a year there at Dumbass? Yeah. Um, sometimes. I mean, it, it's, it hasn't... Like first year I was here, like it was like whole dun, like feeling full of ladybugs. Now it's like once a year I might get uh, a few ladybugs come in. Hmm. We oh, actually, that's not bad. Um, at a place where I worked, we they had we had swamp coolers. The ladybugs had had a nest in the swamp cooler, so they would come out through the vents. <laughs> Used to live in a house where we didn't have spiders because we had house centipede. <laughs> well, and that oh, was. That works. Yeah, they were they were creepy but not harmful. All right, well, I think we've come to the part in the show where we masturbate. <laughs> no, thank you. No, wh- I don't what? I've got a husband. <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to fit in here because we do a lot of masturbating. At, at least one <laughs> wife or a girlfriend. <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh. The amateur skeptics present. Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. We've got your male masturbation booth comes to New York. Yeah, if you would, Mac. There we go. Okay, so apparently this company called Guy Fi. Um, is going to introduce masturbation booths to New York. And basically what you would do is you go into a little booth, that they'd be free. And, um, you go in, you sit down, there'll be a chair and a laptop set up, and you go to um, whatever site you feel like and get one out. And the the whole idea is, you know, you have all these guys, you know, working, stressing out and stuff, take a break from work, go and relieve some stress so you can actually deal with the day better. Did you have to put in a quarter or something? It says it's free of charge. Yep. So yeah. apparently, how, how come it's only for guys? Myself. So it's so you go into a booth with a communal laptop. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love the concept, except for um, you know, you do ask yourself a few questions about who's cleaning this thing up. <laughs> the, the, yeah, there's a significant yuck factor here. <laughs> well, I'm just sitting here thinking the guy who actually has to clean off the malware and spyware on the laptops. That man is going to become rich, <laughs> and I wish to be. I, I assume I assume the laptop would be behind some sort of screen or something. Yeah, but like you, you just have a have keyboard. This yeah, is so they still have to clean it, but yeah, it doesn't give much detail. Just um, there'd be a chair and a laptop. I, I, assume, there. I assume there'll be some sort of splash guard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> saran wrap over the keyboard. <laughs> I think Splashguard is uh, 
I think that's located where Thor comes from. <sighs> yes. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, you know, the laptop part, I mean, as far as the malware and that is that that's that's doable because you, you set the laptop up so that when it re- that when it when you reboot it, it just goes back to a to a previous state. So anything any changes made get wiped out. So yeah, that's the easy that's part. And I assume they won't be giving it. They, they'll have it set up so that people won't have access to the flash drives or anything. Right, exactly. Oh, it probably just all it is is a browser, and you go to yeah. you know you go to those different places. So, if, but if you were to get infected with malware, that's not a big deal because you reboot it and you're good to go. Yeah, you won't want to keep anything permanent on it anyway. Right. Yeah. So I mean, oh. yeah. The same if you've ever gone to a hotel and use their um, use the office center, it's the same thing there. You got 15 minutes and that reboots and flushes. But the keyboard, you know, that it's just using the same keyboard as everybody else. That's that's. Well, I like the saran wrap. I can almost say, yeah. if you see the saran wrap, make sure you put that firmly over the keyboard before you touch anything. You want to put it over the keyboard before yeah, that's you touch right. it. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm so did you read any of the comments? It says read comments and discussion. What are the comments on this? Uh, I have no clue. Let's. Take oh, hey, the first one. What is masturbation? <laughs> How do you spell <laughs> masturbation? Uh, edit. <laughs> that's how you spell it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, this is somebody saying no. that's a marketing trick. <laughs> yeah, marketing trick for what though? Handy hut. I like that. <laughs> the uh, let, let's let's think of some better names for this. My submission, Handy Hut. <laughs> uh, now, why? 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 I mean, I I assume that there's no law against girls using this. So like, I would assume. So like, yeah. Uh, why not? Well, there's no yeah. law. I mean, well, I I wonder how legal this is in the first place. <laughs> I wonder if there's a, if there'll be some sort of indecency law that somebody will come up with. Well, if the booth is completely private, I can't see how. But it's like it's nothing but like just a a free computer to to use if you want to like spend a little time using the computer. Okay, but think about the uproar for that um for the uh shop that we that we talked about that was for the adult baby stuff. That that community was what was up in arms about this shop, and it was completely, basically private. It was behind closed it doors. Was, it was yeah, but New, New York is a completely different thing. Well, this was New York, right? Yeah, New York. Sure, I don't know. somebody's yeah, I don't somebody have a problem. <laughs> I like this. What a bunch of jerk offs. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's whack. Okay, <laughs> the comments are not quite as good as I was hoping for. A little bit more. Well, and then this R.I.P. Pimp is uh, sickening. What this nation is turning into. Okay. Gay marriage, young kids being taught about homo stuff. Gender, sex, toy, yeah. SMH, SMH, white sex is taking over everywhere. Okay, white so sex. that seems. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What, what is white like sex? A, I'm gonna guess. Well, a, what, what does SMH mean? Don't know that either. Well, let's know. look that up. SMH. <laughs> Send me home. I don't know. That's weird. I, I don't know Sexual what. masturbation. But this is the only comment in here that's actually Take like. My head. Sydney Morning Herald, <laughs> Urban Dictionary, shaking, shaking my, head. my head. There oh, we okay. go. There we go. Shaking yeah, I my think head. I think Mad Cat and I had it on. I think we had it on a Jinx. But I still understand white sex is taking over everywhere. I yeah, I have no idea what that means. I'm gonna guess that autocorrect is not his friend. Maybe that's like the one I saw on Facebook that asked if Conyers could be fed could be fed fresh Conyers. <laughs> <laughs> well, why it not? Out he was yeah, actually no, trying to say, yeah, trying to say, like maybe he meant to say weird sex. Weird sex is taking over everywhere. Yeah, but nothing he meant to those weird sex. <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping for a little bit well, more. It's of... Weird, weird to him. Yeah, I was hoping for a little bit more victory all in the comments than than even this. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. It's just it's just some kind of weird stunt, is what it is. Yeah, but it's a valid idea, I think. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, uh, you can just bring your laptop into the washroom. <laughs> That's what a phone is for. <laughs> your phone, yeah, your phone. You don't need a laptop to look at porn. You can bring your phone into the washroom. That is true. <laughs> I'm not touching anyone's phone ever again. <laughs> uh, well, all right. It's okay. It's got a screen guard. Are you ready? Idaho yeah, so- faith healers vow to defy any new law protection protecting children. Medicine yeah. is a product of Satan. So well, isn't that special? Going off of a continuation on a theme we bring up way too often that it's still scary. Um, the followers of Christ apparently are um, trying to get it so they legally don't have to protect their children, basically. That they don't have to No, they don't to- have to take their children into the hospital no matter how badly hurt they are. Yeah. And we've had so many stories about parents going to jail for that same stupid mentality. 
And you're the group trying to say we want so we can legally let our children die on us. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that they already legally have an exemption. What Idaho is trying to do is remove that exemption and they've been trying to they've been trying to curb it for a while. So this is once again the followers of of Christ uh, followers of Christ's church. Yeah. I mean it's the same I like group. I, I like how the the guy here describes medicine as witchcraft and sorcery and these are the guys who are chanting over people to try to heal them. Right, exactly. <laughs> Um, I do have a prepared statement from Christ to read. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Uh, it is, I don't know these people. <laughs> I wish they would stop using my name. Yeah. Thinking about filing an injunction. <laughs> do you know who Trump's lawyer is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trump's lawyer's not good. He's just busy. <laughs> he gets a lot. He, he's, he has a lot of, uh, he's got a lot to do. He has to keep that, uh, everything going. <laughs> yes. Well, there's like, I, somebody somebody was saying 32,000 lawsuits. Never mind. We'll, we can talk about Trump later. <laughs> so anyway, so but what is concerning here is so they're, they're vowing to continue to do what they're doing, which is fine, right? I mean, even if it, we'll just have to continue to, to put them in jail. Yeah. But uh, well, at one point it talks how the um, 52-year-old um, Sabe, who's basically the spokesman for the church, raised three of his five children to adulthood. What does that mean? Does that, that mean that, wow. does that mean he already? Does that mean that two of his kids are still children, or two of them died? I, I, I think it means two of them died. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah fifty-two years old. You... But how did they die? What? Well, hey, what that's a sixty percent. That's a sixty percent success rate. That's yeah. not bad. Well, that's that. That maybe you know, if it was still the eighteen hundreds, that wouldn't be bad. But this is you know. Yeah, uh, that might be a good rate for the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an excellent rate for the 1800s. You know, talking yeah. about yeah. the 1800s, I think the Amish even take their their kids to doctors, don't they? I believe so. I, yeah, that, that might be true. Yeah, they're... So I would like to know that it says proofs can be found in the lost books of Enoch. What are these lost books of Enoch? Probably forgeries. You know, and if if they've read these books, why are they still lost? <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, they're, they're, after they read them, they're required to throw them away and, and hope or that somebody them. finds them again. As good a theory, good a theory as anything. So, so it's just like you know, if they're if they're confronted on uh, on exactly what the books say, they'll be like, "Well, uh, we, we we would show you them, but we lost them." Here, but well, here's the thing: is that they're, 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 they're appealing to the oh wait, Ospos of Enoch. They're part of they're in Genesis and Hebrews, so they're so they're they're just cherry picking the Bible. Ah. Enoch was a great grandfather of Noah. Yeah, but like wow, these books aren't really... in the Bible, apparently, right? Yeah, the the book of they're, Enoch they're chapter. So so Enoch is just is they're 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 just they're just cherry picking the that's Bible. That's way early on. So hold on a second. With Noah, didn't didn't God kind of like reboot? He kind of wiped the slate clean. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> he needed a cleanup crew. Right. Well, yeah. So that's what it looks like. I don't know. This is, of course, a quick read about Enoch. It could be. It, yeah, I, would, I didn't read it in detail, so I could have still gotten it wrong. Here's the thing that this idea that it is still OK to refer back to a book that was, um, you know, essentially written by uh, Bronze Age hillbillies is, is OK for some reason. Well, I don't think there's enough education that these people have had on what exactly things are because they would probably get into taking herbology and such as well. So yeah. herbology is just basically the same thing. Right. And from what we've seen with these just, groups, they don't want the education. They, they love living in this level of ignorance. Right, but here's the thing is that they, they yeah. do stuff when, when there is a certain amount of convenience. <clears throat> like we've seen that many of them wear glasses or some sort of, you know, some sort of eye yeah, wear augmentation. Yeah, glasses? Yeah, this guy didn't. Yeah. They, they they did choose a spokesman this time. They didn't have glasses on, but <laughs> but now is his clothing um made of two different um fabrics? Um, it looks like he it looks like he's all dressed in cotton there. So I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> he's got the lumberjack thing going on. But he does have his haircut. Well, but yeah. that's not me- about his medicine. I mean, that's just a. It's not hard to. No, we're, we're, we're talking hair. about what's in the Bible. The Bible doesn't say you have to cut your hair. Um, no, that, that um. That's why both Orthodox Jews and Muslims don't cut their hair. Is it um, Old Testament stuff talking about um, showing your respect by not cutting your hair? Yeah, okay. Well, but I, they are cherry picking. I mean, we know that. <laughs> but that look, is very the, cherry picking. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this guy's clearly a lumberjack that they, they brought in just for this purpose. <laughs> oh, he's wearing jeans. 
I think lumberjacks, particularly ones who are clumsy with their axes, understand the value of good medicine. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that because not, e- a, not a riskless job. Even the Christian scientists will go to the hospital to set a bone, right? They if you have cancer, they you you can't go to the hospital and get help. But if you but if you break a if you break a bone or something like that, they, you can't go get your bones set at the hospital. So that so you know there's exceptions. Once again, cherry picking. Yeah, ex- absolutely. I suppose cancer seems more like an act of God than bone. Uh, yeah, maybe that's true. Well, yeah, but if God is all-powerful, it's all an act of God. But also setting the bone and putting it in a cast is not necessarily medicine. Isn't it? Why, why would it not be medicine? Because it's all on the outside. It's not putting any chemicals in your body. Yeah. Do they use an x-ray? There are times oh. that they do have to put stuff in your body with that, too. That's yeah. yeah, but um, um, you know, my guess is they probably don't on um, the... Christian scientists probably don't allow that. They said, no, no, you, you can't inject me with anything. You can reset my bone and put it in a cast because that's not violating any medicine getting in my system that will harm me and crap. Well, I, th- I think we're probably going to so have to look up uh, what stick? the Christian scientists' beliefs are on that. And yeah. Yeah, we're, but, going, we're going kind of far. Yeah, but that's the logic I would see with that. Well, you know, if, if you, you can't use anything to fight cancer, but you can go to the doctor and set bones, I, I, yeah. I see where the logic would come from on the two of them. Okay, how do you justify glasses? Um, oh, that's external. Do, do the Christian scientists wear glasses? Uh, I've, yes, I've seen them All wear right. glasses. Well, so once more, that's not a medicine thing. That is a outside your body thing. However, they do look inside the eyes to see if there's any glaucoma and such. So maybe they could, well, they wouldn't treat them for a glaucoma. So correction is okay, but but nothing more. Right, you can't you can't really do anything to physically alter the body in and of itself. You can do stuff outside the body to alter. Um, Certain things I would, I would imagine that different groups might have different variations. Yeah, on yeah, I would what imagine is, isn't isn't acceptable. Yeah, I imagine that's true. But the whole thing is a slippery slope. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing. You know what you do and don't justify within it all. And apparently, with the Amish, apparently they uh, it all depends on the person on whether they do take their children to a regular non-Amish doctor or an Amish doctor. Yeah, some of the bits and pieces. Well, the, the point is, there are Amish doctors. Yeah, well, some of the bits and pieces I've gotten from the Amish is they're not the, the super strict that we kind of paint them to be. Some of them are, some of them aren't. I think yeah. that I think once again, the sex vary, but you know. Yeah, and that's that's another big thing. And in fact, um, I was on a panel on one of my conventions not too long ago talking about religion, saying, you know, one of the things within writings, don't just take a the um, generic Jewish religion and say, you know, and reutilize that. We know for a fact that religions branch off. And that there's so many different sects within any religion, you can't generalize any of them if you want them to be realistic. Sure. No, everyone does it a little bit differently in any any religion. No, I, sorry I, about that. I didn't. Uh, I accidentally said Amish doctor. There doesn't say Amish doctor. Okay. But no, I, I actually have a basic belief that if you were to go into any church and actually talk to each one individual, each person individually, without you know one on one. You would get hundreds of different views within that one church of how they perceive God and the Bible and all that. Well, because yeah, every yeah. person does, would have their own ideas that are influenced by the church, but they themselves would not necessarily be one hundred percent in line with that teaching. Right, but usually you know, there's. Super- I think you're you're right about that, but then certain churches do have like uh, these like proclamations of like the the like um, basis of their faith, like different things that they their members must believe. So those things for certain churches, churches would be uh, the same. You know, they make the, their members recited or whatever. Yeah. But even with that, the, the, I, I bet you anything, there are elements everyone sees differently. Well, but usually they're, they're taking their own values and they're superimposing that onto God anyway. Yeah. So God, I mean, cause God usually has the same values of the person speaking of them, whichever person it happens to be. Yeah. Even Trump. Even Trump. <laughs> I'm not sure that Trump really knows who God is. <laughs> hey, Trump, God is whatever he needs to tell you he is to get your vote. But the one thing that we, that we, I think we can all agree on is that God is punishing the U.S. with floods and earthquakes and, and tornadoes and volcanoes. And what else is he punishing with? Hey, we, um, poverty and gay children. Oh, yeah, poverty and gay children, right. So we know that God is already punishing us, but it, it's only a punishment when it happens to them. If it happens to a man of God, it's just an accident. Isn't that right? Okay. Pretty much. So well, here as well, we have uh, Fort McMurray, which had that huge fire this year, 
and now they have flooding. <laughs> <laughs> no, so we so, have. So you're, you're, they so got down both. There must, down there in Edmonton, it must be like plagued with gays, right? Yeah, I don't care. So <laughs> this is this is from this is from the Business Standard News, uh, and this is Copeland says Christians who vote against Trump will be cursed with poverty and gays. I don't see how having gay children is a punishment, you know. For Copeland, it probably is, though. Well, what does the oh article God, say, Ian? I just saw his picture, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, his, his quote is, if Christians do not support Trump, they are risking the wrath of God. Trump has been chosen by God, and by rejecting him, they are rejecting God. They could be punished with barrenness, poverty, or even having a gay child. So David Barton is saying similar things. Um, David Barton Christians who refuse to vote for Donald Trump will have to answer to God. Is that article? Yeah, I don't think I saw. It. They mention um, him in there. Okay, I, I, uh, I okay. So the yeah. Uh, so, well, actually, no, he does have a quote. Maybe God's got a different standard than what we do. Maybe a national leadership level, there are people who do good things for the nation who have character flaws. What God calls great leaders wouldn't fit into your limitless test. But maybe you need to catch up with where God is rather than expecting God to catch up with where you. Isn't that or one maybe, of the commandments, though, where you're not supposed to put someone as a god, and yes. that's what they're doing with Donald? <laughs> oh! Donald Trump. <laughs> Trump. <Yeah. laughs> the, the idea of um, um, graven images is violated left and right by the Christians. Uh, uh, that I, is true. you, you got to understand, they can't read the Ten Commandments because they're too busy protecting. <laughs> 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 but no, the graven image one is one I've always found interesting because if you look at it, the same people that are the evangelistic Christians are also the ones that are overprotective of the flag, and they put that on the same level, which, once more, that's, that, that to me, um, puts the flag as a graven image. Um, they're normally the ones that um, elevate Reagan up to that level. I mean, you look at these um, right-wing Christians, the amount of graven images they go after is insane. So is that the same as... Um as idols, worshiping idols, is that, is that the same thing as graven yeah. images? Okay, That's what yeah, they say, yeah, yeah. Uh, graven images are idols that are used in cemeteries. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so Barton, David Barton, goes even further, but ba- and he basically says um, that if you, for every vote you make, you're going to have to justify that to God. So it's, it's like, holy mackerel, who is this God that has this much time to do this much record keeping anyway? <laughs> <laughs> He's all he has a staff, Brian. Oh, yeah. Who? Who's his staff? <laughs> all, all those saints, right? All those saints? No, right? no, no. He, he um, uh, hires it out to India. Yeah, yeah. Or we could go, go by the Beetlejuice logic and figure that anyone who's committed suicide um, has to do public service up there. Okay. We will have to stand before God one day and answer for every for everything we have said and thought and done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of all the candidates to go with the whole godly thing, they, they go for Trump. Oh yeah, wait here. <laughs> I, I want to know one godly aspect Trump actually has. Well, here, Just here, one. he continues. Outside of believing himself, here, God. He continues. God will say, "I've given you your country. What did you do with that?" <laughs> well, I didn't do anything that, that, because that, well, of, that's what he will say if we elect Trump. I see. Well, <laughs> well, I didn't do anything because I didn't like any of the candidates. Really? You think you uh, you think God is going to to buy that? Matthew what twenty eight? He he can he quote some Bible quotes. I mean, uh, David Barton's the worst. He here's a historical revisionist at at the at his best, really. Yeah, and he he, he assumes what uh, that he knows like. What God, which candidate God wants? Here's a go. He's presuming the mind of God with 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 his statements. Yes, isn't that wrong? Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> but he has been chosen by God to speak what? to us. Yeah, none of us know God's mind like he does. He's the only one that can understand God. Him and yes, the other like guys that make money off of it. Yes, you know, like I, Trump I think... has the tendency of knowing everything about the government, and so he should he should preside. I thought Brian Fisher had been chosen knows. by God. Isn't it Brian Fisher? I think that man's been chosen by God. That's God's mouth right there. I mean, I think a lot of the Republican candidates were chosen by God, weren't they? That's yeah. what they've claimed. Yeah, that every every single one of them claimed that. Ted Cruz claimed that. <laughs> why would they lie about that? Why would they lie about that? I, I think that's part of the Republican um, process now. Every one of them has to say, 
God called me to run for president. Well, I mean, when you're pandering to a certain to a certain demographic, yes. So basically, God called all fifty of you guys at one time to go and run for president. And are you just supposed to slug it out then? And, um, wait, I would pay to see that. <laughs> I think a lot of people. I mean, if if, that, if it's actually true that they received some message from God and He told them, "I want you to run for to president," I think you you'd make the a great next president. And then like you like lose really badly, you should be like, "What the fuck, God? <laughs> why why were you such a dick to me? Make me go through all that." There was an episode of The Simpsons where Lisa's doing the Joan of Arc thing. And at the trial for Joan of Arc, he um, invokes God. While someone from the other side comes up, wait a minute, no, he told me to fight for him. And then they, they both are like calling for God. And God's like, um, yeah, uh, I can explain this. Um, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> well, so, I, I don't know. It, it, it It's appalling how little he actually knows about the Bible. I mean, when he was speaking at the Templeton University and he was quoting Corinthians, holy crap, that was funny. It's like he doesn't get any of it right, but yet it's still, but they're still like, this is God's candidate. And and he talks about what a strong Christian he is. Oh, the Bible, what a, what a great book that Bible is. It's like, but you can't, you can't quote he's, shit from it. He's charismatic. Is he? He's, he's, he's fascinating to watch. You he, can't not watch. Okay. He's a, I guess like an accident, it's hard to turn away. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. it's like that. You, you are watching him because you want to see what he's going to do next. Yeah, what what the it, it is fun in, in a way because every day you're like, okay, what stupid thing did Trump say yesterday? And there's always something new. He, mm-hmm. And that's why people are interested in having him do things, or a lot of people anyway, because they want to see what he's going to do. They don't seem to realize that there's something that's going to happen afterwards. <laughs> did you? Uh, 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 Trevor Noah was complaining about Donald Trump because he says the problem with Donald Trump is he goes so far that he that he, um, that comedians can't even make anything up. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing; it, he writes himself. Yeah, and that's you know, basically the, 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 the beautiful world too. thing about Donald Trump, though, is that you know certain industries in this country are going to profit. From, from his campaign. The shoe industry is going to be amazingly well off because he wears out so many pairs of shoes backtracking that... Um, <laughs> Wait, Do- Donald Trump does not backtrack. Oh, well, he did. He, he did. doubles down. He doubles down. <laughs> he, and he forgets what he said the day before. I yeah. said, what now? I oh, yeah, actually, that's not called backtracking. I forgot. It's retconning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, you, the other people that are going to lose, lose their jobs are satirists. They're going to have nothing to do. <laughs> well, at least he was correct in one of his uh, one of his uh, groups that he set up for because when it came up on the stage, the song. Uh, oh yes, the, um, the world as we know it. Um, yeah, end of the world as we know it. Thank you, Grim. Sorry, yeah. uh, <laughs> No problem. And that fits Trump perfectly. End of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can very much see Trump it, walking the world right, him Oh my god He's Nero Rome is burning <laughs> down around him And he's having a party <laughs> yep. You've got a point there um, I, I think that a lot of the A lot of the people on the right Who are really for Trump Have possibly mistaken the word anointed For annoying Definition <laughs> for using hair products <laughs> So using hair products And anointed by God Different things. Okay, let's give the man some credit. He's a master at that. Hair products. Oh yeah, I mean the, what he does with with what with what little he's been given. Whoa, amazing. What little he's been given. I yeah. don't think he has anything up there except for a rug. Well, he's got he's got a couple little wisps of hair that he turns into. You know, he makes it look almost like hair. <laughs> mm. I mean, it, okay, so it does. If you're watching The Walking Dead. It's almost like hair. <laughs> I, I mean, so it looks like a hamster died on his head. I mean, so what? A big hamster. A big hamster. Very it's big. a little known fact, oh, though, that a guinea pig. That Trump's guinea Trump's pigs, toupee yes. is actually made from the original fibers from Stalin's mustache. <laughs> that man had a, yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Are we ready to move on? Yeah, like let's talk yes, about. Yes. Like, I mean, we're not we're not done with bigots yet. We're going to talk about <laughs> Sandy Rios. <clears throat> Yay! Yay! So, uh, Sandy Rios. Now, here, here's another gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we all know that uh, um, Target is uh, too lenient with their policy, right? 
telling people that use the bathroom that that it best fits your fits your needs is apparently going way too far for many Christians, including Sandy Rios, who has um, she was has a uh, a um, a petition you know to for people to sign to stop t- uh, shopping at Target, and it does have a couple million signatures. Um, and and she basically says you know. That this isn't just about Target. This is this is because all these other manufacturers are, are liable to fall in line if we don't if we don't draw a line in the sand now. Uh, so of course she um, is attacking Target, and but in she, what she is saying after that, so she set that up and she's basically saying if, if we don't stop this now, we're not going to be able to go to the bathroom anywhere. Which I don't understand because if Target has their way, you'll be able to go to the bathroom anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Logic may not be yours. Well, well logic's not, um, I know. Okay, <laughs> this guy I know, he's a trucker, and him and his wife um apparently tra- stopped at truck stop, and he was trying to use this to justify um being anti-trans. Apparently, she so went to use the restroom, and some pervert guy got in there and was um taking pictures of her, and they um got all so that were blaming the whole. Um, allowing trans students in school to use whatever bathroom they want thing on this. And I'm, I, I decided not to reply because I don't want to get an argument over this, but it's like, that was a truck stop completely separate from the government where they can set whatever rules they'd like. They themselves might not be allowing trans people, but guess what? There's still perverts out there that are going to do it whether or not they're allowed to. He wasn't being told he was allowed to go in the woman's restroom. He went in there anyways. That has nothing to do with transsexuals using right. restrooms. That's already but, illegal. Yes. But they decided to connect the two things just because of course. Um, somehow in their minds, that guy must have been deciding that he was transsexual and had every right to do it. I think that's yeah, a logical I mean, we've, we've fallacy of it. convenient. Hmm. We've, we've debunked this like every single which way. And, yeah. and the thing is, they don't have guards on washroom doors. <laughs> right. if, if somebody wants to molest somebody in a washroom, they don't need to pretend to be transgender. Okay. No, that do, that doesn't really happen. That might happen in the men's washroom, but women's washrooms have stalls. It's a little bit harder to attack someone that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean, I mean, it's possible to follow somebody into the washroom like before they get into a stall or something and assault them or something like that. And that There's has nothing, nothing to do with that. That has nothing to do with trans people and no right. law against trans people using whatever washroom they want will prevent something like that from happening. Right. The perverts are going to do what the perverts do and. If a pervert wants to get into the washroom and take pictures of you or whatever, he's going to find a way to do it. Closing the door of the stall is just a stalling tactic. And, the thing is, too, uh-huh. is that there's been transgendered people for a long, 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 long time. This has only started up not long ago. So, okay. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't when, mean to cut you off. Deal, I, I've always found that the regular sexual heterosexual people are the ones who are going to do that more so than the more so than the homosexual right. well, or the ones the that trans. but then there's an extremely good chance that you've already been in the bathroom with a transsexual exactly good chance i i take exception to the belief that there are actually regularly sexual people <laughs> i i don't think that that actually exists i think that everybody's i i think everybody's got some sort of a kink and i don't think there really is a norm okay so sandy rios I have two trans friends, so, nah, they're normal. <laughs> they're normally abnormal. Yeah. So, just fine. So, okay, so she, so Sandy Rios goes and talks to, so she, she has this boycott of Target, and, and, she, and she's trying to get people to boycott Target. So she goes and she talks to Breitbart, and uh, apparently they have a, uh, a news show on uh, Sirius XM uh, with Alex Marlowe. And what she and what she's talking to him about is that Target's financials just came out. They're quarterly. Uh, I don't know if it's quarterly or whatever. But um, and and they and what, the way that she frames this is that Target has lost money, and it's of course because of her boycott. So I, I don't know actually know how many people have signed her her uh, well, the, her well, boycott. First off, um, we'd need more information as to how other businesses are doing. Well, and oddly enough, I'm in a great shape for that because I go from business to business as okay. part of my job. Well, that, that, very and, good. So we'll get to that. So, yeah. so, but so her claim is that that they have lost quite a bit of revenue. Um, but and so I get we can go right on to it. Um, so I went and I found um on uh I think this was from MSNBC. Um, uh, 
Yeah, let's see. But anyway, so oh no, this is USA Today. So they they had a um, they had a, a woman on talking about what the analysts were saying, and so what now it isn't it isn't technically true that that they have lost money. They I mean their revenues have gone up since last year, but Sandy Rios doesn't that isn't what she's saying. So what the they they were supposed they wanted to shoot for an increase over last year's sales. So every year when you put out you, you know your reports of what you're going to make, it needs to be an increase over last year. Their increase was was scheduled at 1.6%. Well, they missed that by and they only made 1.2%. So their revenues are still up 2% over last year. Um, but they but they they're down over they're down 4 points from what what they, well, no, they, um, from sales their projected the quarter are expected to be flat or down 2%. Well, and there was supposed to be up there. another factor that you guys may or may not know about. Um, Target was losing money due to having stores in Canada, and they closed the Canadian stores because the That's Canadian true. stores weren't getting many business. So that could be they a reason all, their okay. revenue was up. Okay, but here they here's also the th- had trouble because of the factor that their uh, their machines had been hacked and. Oh, yeah. Criminals got hold of a whole bunch of uh, credit card numbers. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. So, I didn't get, any, I didn't lose any money, but I got a new credit card because of it. Yes. So mm-hmm. they are looking. So that so their projected increase what was supposed to be one point six. They made one point two, so they were up two percent. So they weren't down overall. And well, the other thing is that they made money per share because of good money management. But what they're looking, what the analysts want to see is that they want to see per store revenues increase. And so that's where that's one of the places where they're down. But there's a lot of factors for this, Amazon being one of them and other online retailers that are much better about shipping and getting stuff out. So one of the problems that Target has is that when you purchase something from them, it still takes five to six days for you to get your item where if you get something from uh, from Amazon, you usually get it in you know one to two days. So they're much so. So they, there's a lot of things that they're not keeping up, um, but even their online retailing was up. And so the, this new CEO has a strategy. And one of the things that they said is that it would be hard to argue that that target strategy isn't working. Right. And the analysts are still happy with what target is going. One thing that the, that they never said in this whole thing was anything about about uh, transgender bathrooms hurting their business. None, none of the analysts are are worried about that a bit. And well, that's all part of the big transgender conspiracy. Right. And the other thing is that their 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 revenues are up more than Macy's and some in in Walmart and some of the other retailers that were are were have not come up with a strategy that is um, that is effective. Yeah, so the, the market right now is tricky. Like I said, right. I, I go from store to store. I, I see a lot of this, you know, firsthand um, in my work. And retail is slowing down right now. There's no doubt about it. Um, and I, you know, I, I think Walmart's probably down further than Target. To tell you the truth, Walmart is down. Walmart is down more. Yeah. Macy's and Walmart is doesn't down have more. a transgender bathroom policy. Um, the Gap is down more. So there's a, so they're doing better than a lot of other retailers. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, if Target had waited uh, just a little, little longer until about now to go out of business in Canada, they'd find some way to uh, uh, to work that in. That oh, the, the reason is people are upset about uh, transgender bathrooms. Right. So they're they're creating a false narrative based on I mean, the, you know based on certain factors, and they're and they're misreporting what the actual incident, what's actually going on. Right. Well, now uh, there's a little story about Walmart that I'd like to share. The closest Walmart to me effectively stopped carrying the Transformers toys in their toy department. <laughs> so I stopped going to that store, and I forced them to start carrying those Transformers again when they when the new Transformers came out, because I stopped going to that store. And that loss of revenue forced them to start carrying the toys I wanted. So you were, single, you were single-handedly supporting that store? <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> well, you are quite a fan. Proud of you. So, anyway, so yes. Target, Target actually is doing quite well. Considering where where they've been um, uh, prior to this, uh, so their their revenues are increasing and they're actually doing well despite Sandy Rios. Actually, my whole flood narrative and and, and disaster narrative that I was talking about actually was for this next article. So uh, Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council, um, if a while back, actually I think we might have covered him. Even Norman uh, Bates. <laughs> I know we we've talked about um, the, the idea from someone who was saying stuff like this. How um, Hurricane Katrina was um, punishment from God for the gays and stuff like that, and 
and we, we've covered many religious um, preachers talking about natural disasters, you know, showing punishment for all the immoral stuff we do as a country. Well, the recent flooding in Louisiana flooded Tony Perkins' house. Uh, so, apparently, um, by his logic, God's punishing him for something. No, 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 no. Law, no. Uh, his logic says this particular flood was not to punish gays. This is an incredible, encouraging spiritual exercise. Yeah. <laughs> he went on to say, I've downloaded Grinder on my phone. <laughs> so, so we get to rewrite, you know, uh, what, what God does, apparently, just because um, there's no way that Tony Perkins is a sinner or evil or anything. He, he's, you know, perfect God during guy. So, you know, th th this was a test. This isn't a punishment. And somehow I can't quite tell the difference between the two. Can you guys? No, I can't. I can't. And that's can't. the danger both, in this. They both have a lot of water. Yeah, that that's the danger in, in this is that every – is with, with, with what they do, you know, every time there's a disaster, declaring it, you know, as God's punishment, you know, how do you tell which ones are and aren't? And, of course – I thank, I thank God. I thank the merciful God with every breath that we have people like Tony Perkins to inter interpret God's will for us. <laughs> Yes, to interpret random natural happenstances. Yeah. Look at the tea leaves. Obviously, yeah. that is telling me that God is punishing us this time. Oh, wait, no, that one's out of place. Oh, wait, good, don't worry, it's just a test. Okay, so <laughs> basically, if it happens to people we don't like, it's God's will. Right. It's, it's yeah. If it happens to us, it's a spiritual test. Yep. Well, and think about all the other um, people that are affected by this who who probably who who were probably not acting to immorally in you know even based on their standard. Yeah. I mean it, this this is crazy. I mean if the, if if there was a actual god doing this, what an immoral bastard. Oh yeah. Well, no. No, sometimes you got to sometimes you got to paint with a wide brush, bro. Right. Sometimes you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. Is that what you're saying? That's right. Omelet <laughs> eggs, you've got the narrative. And break the brush as you And besides which they were probably they were probably, you know, allowing homosexual behavior to go on by by not stoning her. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't stoned your um proper amount of sinners this year what's wrong with you i'm going <laughs> to punish you now <laughs> i do believe that homosexuals should be stoned and i invite them to come to call, come to colorado and become so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just saw kevin smith was on um stephen colbert um, and he was talking about how stephen colbert <laughs> the first thing he watched in the morning after he gets stoned Oh, <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a speaking of people being stoned. Uh, hey, we've got a couple of victories of common sense here. Yes. Now, the, the first one's um, one that we've been preaching for for a while. Um, basically, um, Obama, although once more, the Christian right's probably claiming how evil he is for doing this. But Obama cuts, Obama cuts all funding for Christian based abstinence only sex ed programs. Yes. Basically, um, there will be no more money given from the federal level to these absence-only programs that have been proven to be nothing more than religious propaganda. No facts in them. They don't help anyone. It is a waste of money. Perfect. I don't think okay. there's no facts in them. If you if you are abstaining from sex, you can be guaranteed not to have sex while you're abstaining. From <laughs> yes, but nobody abstained. That is true. Well... <laughs> You know, so not, while you're while you're not having sex, you are abstaining. Okay, so right now I'm abstaining. Yes. So okay. Technically, Congress can actually screw this over. Um, they have till October first to mess with the budget because that's part of Obama's proposed budget. Um, but it, it, um, you know, I, I I guess I'm more hopeful than anything. But Here, here's it, the, it's a great open first step to where we need to be. I don't know. I'm going to take the cynical road on this and say that this this whole thing is is bullshit pandering anyway. Because here he should have done this long ago because the True. numbers were in. We knew it didn't work, but he waits till his till the you know the last few months of his final term to finally do this. And the only way that this sticks, even if it goes through, is if Hillary Clinton is president. If Trump becomes president, it's likely that they would go back to abstinence only. It's not well, really likely true. right now that Trump will become president, though. Well, okay, but. But still, but it's it, it's just this is it's late to do this. I agree, it's late to do it's this. But late, it's but he's had his hands tied in an awful lot. Well, that's time, true. He has that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, no matter what the reasoning, it, it needs to be done. It um, it's about time. Damn it. We've been so, wasting well, and, money and it, on this. Um, in my understanding, this only does, says that we won't fund them. It doesn't say that uh, uh, you can't that teach. Can't right. Yeah. Right. But, but that funding is that funding is huge and. If you've got any school 
that is teaching abstinence only, that means they lose funding, I believe. I don't think they lose funding, it's just they can't use funding for that. So what happened well, is... So yeah, they, but they, they were originally getting funding for it, and now they're not. So that means that... Essentially, that means they've lost money from it. Sure. Yeah. So if they want to keep it going, they have to up the... Right, but the sense. problem is that we... Because we have no national standards for this anyway, I mean, yeah. look at... I mean, we have places that... I mean, in uh, what, New Mexico, it, you don't... It doesn't have to be the truth that what you're teaching. There, I mean, mm-hmm. it, so well, it's... You said... Uh, you said candy bar sales. You know, chocolate can be a substitute. <laughs> candy candy bar wrappers. <laughs> Have you been watching Archer too much? <laughs> no, because that's how you get ants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, chocolate I, I, can work with that. So, uh, I hope like it we're sticks. Off on probably the most serious one we've had in a while. This one, I mean, you read this. Um, this next one, it actually. Oh my God! Is this ever you want to break into tears? Okay, so a dying woman throws a party for thirty guests and kills herself at the end. Well, what, so, did, did she tell the guests she was going to do this? I think yes. so. Yes, okay. they knew. Um, Sounds uh, like she threw her own wake. Yeah. So um, Betsy Davies um, invited thirty of her closest friends and family to a weekend party at her house in Southern California. Basically, there are, are some new laws in California, and we might even have. I know something like this is on the ballot this year in Colorado here, which I hope goes through because. Basically, if you're um, diagnosed being terminally ill and have um, six months left to go, you can choose to uh, um, have a, take some pills that will kill you. And um, if you read through this, oh my God, this is the perfect way to go out. Yeah. So she, so she Just has she. Yeah. I, I do like that one of the one of the rules that she had for her party is that no one was allowed to cry in front of her. That seems reasonable. Yeah. You come, you enjoy a good time with her. You have a party. Yeah. And, I mean. ALS is a terrible, terrible will. Yeah. No, I think that I think that I, I really uh, appreciate the spirit in which she did this. Oh, yeah. Right? It, it, it's And it was done pro- you know, perfectly. Yeah. She had control over her fate. She got to end her life with her friends and family. Yeah. I mean, nothing about this is negative at all. No, it's, this is a person making a choice for their life. But we've, we've had the right to die talk. But we, we're, we've already decided that we're all behind the... Um, these initiatives anyway so right. it's easy so it'd be more interesting to hear somebody who uh actually you don't know it. how mad cat feels about it well okay that's because that's true <laughs> i i believe in the right to die uh however i don't believe in the right to die to be put into the government's hands right meaning yeah, yeah, i you, don't you, you think should have... they should they should have the right to say what people are going to die the people who are who have these uh, disabilities and problems where they are dying and they don't want to die in that horrific way. Yes, that I do. I do believe in. Right. They should be able to. But if the government took it and said, oh, well, you know, these people here, they're not doing anything. Let's get rid of them. You know, that's it. There's a. Uh, there's an interesting discussion to be had there too, because when you are talking about resources and triage, um, sometimes you do have to make those. You do have to make decisions. And, yeah, but I think she's talking yeah. eugenics and right. Asia. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, uh, which we have not had a discussion about. Um, but I think in general, what when we're talking about right to die, we're talking about for a right a person's personal right to choose to end their life. Right, and we've, yeah. we've had this discussion many times now. Yeah, I mean. I don't think they should be able to if they're just depressed, but... Well, I mean, there's no way you can really stop somebody if they're determined to kill themselves, so it's not Actually, like... Mad Cat, let me, uh, let me kind of take issue with that. Just depressed is not just depressed. depressed no, 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 no. There's, there's a couple differences here. I know about depression because I'm, I have depression. My husband does as well. Okay. So that's a completely different thing. Okay. Just depressed just is someone who has had a hard time for a few months or a year or something right. like that, and they're having a little bit of difficulty or some difficulty yeah. for a short amount of time. Depression, however, that's different. Right. That's that's lifelong. But no, so no. This basically, I I I'm, I, I hope we in Colorado follow up and um, have the similar setup. I, I know there's something on the ballot this year that sounds an awful lot like this. That I'm definitely voting for because um, this is—I mean—to t- let someone die with this level of dignity is just the right thing. Yeah, and especially with the factor—I mean, you can see what exactly this type of, 
or any type of disease has on a person and the ones where they are being killed by it. Yeah. Well, uh, and there's also a burden on the family of the person who has this as well. Mm -hmm. as, as they sink deeper into the disease, the family has to take more and more resources to care for them. Also, there's just the factor that it's... Oh, my brain went dead. Hold on. Yeah, you're not hurting your family. <laughs> you're actually relieving them of a huge burden. It is. Re it's relieving them of a huge burden, and it's relieving her of having someone say life is life is so grand that you have to live it. But if you're and in a situation where it's putting so much on everyone, the system, yourself, everything. And then, then the idea of closure. Yes. I mean, you couldn't get better closure than that. Everyone that means something to me comes. We have a final day of just spending time together. You get to say bye to me in the right way. You know, you, you and don't it's feel not like sitting in a hospital bed, choking and gasping right. and right. being all horrified that you're dying because you're in so much what, so much pain or just agony. Down here in Texas, we we would probably never see a law like that. But instead, what we do is we just make sure that handguns are readily accessible and they just don't talk about the issue. That works, but you know, kids get hold of those too. Well, I think that you know that's <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Ah. All right. Well, is there is there anything else? Nothing else on the list here. Nothing. All right. Yeah, there's nothing else on the list. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, I think that we could uh, we can say goodnight, everybody. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, share alike, no derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture 